greetings football lovers welcome to ball chat podcast i'm your host one of your hosts part of the ball chat family happy football sunday football family come on junior wagwan family how you guys doing i'm good you know i'm good why chelsea look like a bug side come on you guys drew with leads how do you feel and how are you good i mean come on can the real come one step forward <laughs> listen, listen we didn't lose okay so i mean we didn't lose so it's 10 games so far unbeaten for the german so we're okay why no full of stats see no, no panicking right now. The full of stats as, as Chelsea gets ready for Atletico Madrid in the middle of the week. We'll see. We'll discuss that in a pre- Junior, my family, what go on, General? I feel like I lose an hour, you know, so <laughs> apply where needed. I'm an hour, hour shot. Yes, Babylon and them time change inside the state. Football family, as you know it, Ball Chat Podcast, about reviewing some of the week's major news in the world of football. We have Yard Ballers highlighting Jamaican footballs coming up at the end of the show. We're going to discuss the London Derby as... Jose Mourinho said that, quote, some big players are hiding. Call name Jose Mourinho. Who are you talking? We'll also discuss the reggae boys as we try to figure out if wages are agreed. As Jamaican football players get ready for World Cup qualifiers and friendly games coming on the pipe, we'll have ballers and bulk segment. We'll highlight the impressive players of the week and the unimpressive players of the week. But we have a special guest joining us. We like to spotlight players, and we have a young player, a general, a young upcoming player in the business, drafted by Minnesota United, former Wake Forest standout, the man who scored four goals against U.S. Virgin Islands. Why you didn't score six? Mr. Justin McMaster, how are you doing, Bridget? How are you doing? Good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. All right, family. Congrats, first and foremost, football family. If you're watching us on Flow Sports YouTube page, Ball Chat Facebook page, or Ball Chat YouTube page, you can join discussion. If you're on Twitter, you can send on questions or comments. Justin, first and foremost, let's get to the matter. We want to congratulate you on being selected by the Minnesota United of the MLS. How are you feeling about that selection? Thank you. I feel feel very excited. You know, I've been working hard for a long time, and I'm just happy that I'm making my family proud and. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait to start with Minnesota. So I'm looking forward to it. And looking forward. So you're you're currently now at training camp with Minnesota United. I mean, how is uh, is training camp preseason started here in Atlanta with Atlanta United playing a game yesterday? When is Minnesota's first game? Well, we travel to um, Florida on the 23rd. So I, I think we play our first game probably like four days after that. So like the 20 the 27th. I'm pretty sure we'll play our first game. So okay. right now we're just preparing for that out here. And then once we go down there, we'll get to work. All right. All right. Is there any players that you emulate? You look like a big, you know, physical and muscular player. I, I saw some of your games or highlight reel from uh, from your days at Wake Forest. Um, is there any player that you emulate? You kind of look like a bully, 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 sort of brother who eat a whole heap of yam and dumpling. Is, is there any players? Don't say Don't say Lukaku, you know. Don't say Lukaku, please. <laughs> Have a look at you. No, not at all. <laughs> um, as a winger, I would say probably Raheem Sterling. Sterling, yeah, I would say mostly just like going at players one v one and making attacking runs. So I would say, yeah, that's the player I try to. Well, and Junior never asked a good player. So I'm sorry. Not a good player. <laughs> but I thought you were a forward. Wait, what are you? I play wing. Mostly wing? 
Yeah, most land wing, yeah. Uh, tell Wikipedia for, for, for fix up that thing. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia wrong. Yeah, Wikipedia wrong. So, because with your body type, uh, Justin, I, I could see you going down the middle. Why? I mean, you don't like the, the heat of the cent, center box. I used to play. I used to play forward when I was um, playing in academy up here in Philly. But yeah. once I got to Wake Forest, the forward at the time at Wake Forest was the best the best forward in the in college. And he, he won the Mark Herman that year. So there was no way um, the coach would put me on the field at the same time as him. So the coach put me on the wing, and ever since then, you just liked how I played at the wing, and I just yeah. been playing there. But if the, if the manager said play up top, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, so you're pretty much just adapting to the landscape of the team that you're playing, and you know, learning how to play in different positions. Upcoming star, you know what I mean? You have a team first. Yeah. So, so, so. so. You were born in Atlanta, right? So let me see if we can see that, get something right. Yeah. Um, so, and you spend most of your time, you know, up in Philly. So can we say that you will be okay or, you know, fit right in with Minnesota weather because the weather can be brutal down there. So how are you going to adjust? I mean, is, does that play into your mind? We're not going to put Minnesota out there because you, you were drafted, what, number 17? Yeah. Um, so when Minnesota draft you now you're back in your mind you're like jesus we couldn't get somewhere warm you, you know what's you know what's funny about that the day before that i was talking to my friend my friend who he signed with atlanta and i was talking to him and i was saying yo if i ever get drafted somewhere cold like minnesota i don't know what i go doing and <laughs> next, next day the same exact so i just end up i jinx myself so the next day the same you, talk to, you, talk, you were talking on your phone this place the phone thing they think easy no. you know <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. but I mean yeah. the cold, the cold thing. When I when I moved to Philly when I was when I was fifteen, it was tough at first. But I mean, after a while, you just have to adapt. That's the only choice you have if you want to um, perform. You can't really sit down and complain about the weather or whatever, you know. So it's just something you yeah. have. To, so I yeah, mean, but 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 Philly Philly weather is nothing compared. To, I have some friends in Minnesota, and when them tell you it's sharp weather. You're like you must be Eskimos because it's ridiculous. No, Minnesota is a whole different type of cold. Bridget, just put on some long johns and you're good, man. Yeah, <laughs> and then and you start wearing up. You can't skip. remember, you know, because after you start running up on whatever, you get warm. Then where you gonna do? After you gonna switch? Um, so, so, so tell me something now. So, who has it been like the mindset, the adjustment? Because college ball is completely different from from MLS, and do you see yourself playing in, in Europe? Is is MLS your your focus? Is MLS um like a jumping board for you? Like you want to start yourself, but you want to play at the, in the highest leagues, you know, in Europe. What 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 is it that you you just didn't want? I mean, I know you're young, starting out in your the MLS career, but in the back, but you're not really really young because you know football age is. So yeah. in your mind, now, what is what is you have to focus on MLS, but do you want to play overseas in the highest leagues? And if so, what leagues do you see yourself playing? Yeah, I mean, me as an individual, I always set bar high for myself, and I always set um like high goals to go towards. And ever since I was young, and I just fell in love with football, I always saw myself playing in a top in the top leagues in Europe. So that's ultimately that's my goal. I have it in the back of my head that that's what I'm working towards. But I know that I can't think of that, think about it too much. I just have to focus on where I'm at and just try to dominate wherever I am. So, 
that's what I'm trying to do when I when I come here to Minnesota. That's what I'm trying to do to just dominate and make my name. And then if it all works out, then hopefully playing Europe, Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga, you know, maybe the Belgium League, all of that. But just in careful. They not call Italy because they know Italy rough. Yeah, all of the all of the top leagues in Europe. Justin, careful, because remember, you were just talking to your friend who was drafted and in Atlanta. <laughs> and you said, what if I go Minnesota, I go Minnesota. So, listen to me. You see what is behind me, right? Yeah. Don't ever say you want to get drafted by Manchester City or I want to get pulled by Manchester City. Manchester City, <laughs> all right? <laughs> um, hey, just in the pain of mind, I reverse psychology, my child. If anything, I tell you. So, so Justin, regarding um, you know, you looking forward to the MLS season. How far? I mean, I know you're coming, working back from an injury and s stuff like that. How is that process going? How how is the muscle and the injury? How is that heal? Well, my ACL, I tore my ACL. Um, not last December, but December before that, and I did surgery and rehab on my other. And the ACL is fine. I don't have any problems with the ACL. It's just um, I still I'm still doing strengthening for all of my muscles because when you come back from an injury like that, yeah. you really have to pay attention to your muscles because you haven't used them in a long time and at the same intensity you had before. So right now I'm just focusing on building back my muscles to be stronger than it even was before I got injured. So yeah, yeah. I noticed you said that you would, you're looking forward to play with Reynosa, who's a player with Minnesota ball. I mean, Minnesota should be a nice fit for you with the landscape of things. I know um, you have veteran players like Ike, Ike um, Opara if he does return. So you should have a nice mix of mentorship and a nice mix of players to really kind of move you, move you on in, in your next level of your growth. Yeah, for sure. Um... I like the I like how the team set up right now. Is uh they have um players with playing styles that I that I like and uh it's a very crafty team. They like to play forward. They don't just keep possession and they play with intention. They have they keep the ball but they try to go forward a lot. So yeah. I feel like I would fit fit in good with that. You know, so in uh, we uh I personally ride with Atlanta United. <laughs> You know, in the yeah, game, yeah. you know, but you don't know a yard man as you know, and we're gonna support your full 100, right? Come on, because Atlanta United is the big side in the MLS. You know what? I don't, I no, <laughs> you guys make us, you have, make us, you have to make us switch, man. Yeah, man, then I'm gonna we'll switch, it's messed we we'll switch. I want, the, I want the boat, I want the boaty, yeah, no. because the team is kind of buggish at the moment, so. <laughs> But we, we fully, have, of course, we're going to support you. I mean, we definitely admire the work you are doing. We fully support you because you're family. Um, in terms of the goals for this year for you in the MLS, what are some of the short-term goals you have right now? Is just pretty much just making the team and, and getting things up and running and contribute? Yeah. Um, first, just making, making or just earning the respect in the team and just kind of making my name and, um, signing, of course, because I haven't signed it. So it's basically like I'm on a trial. They just drafted me. But I just have to prove myself and and solidify my spot in the in the, in the the team. So that's that's my goal right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know that you're focused <laughs> on your career and, and, and further in yourself, Justin. But for, for all the younger youths, them out there, 
that are going to watch this. Because we have quite a few young footballers that check in on the show. And that's why we love to have players like yourself that come on. Tell, tell them about the, the process of going to school and, and what was that process like for you, the experience being a student athlete, going through that process, achieving your goals so far. Talk about that, that experience. Well, um, me personally, school, I've always had school like as a thing that my parents used to push me a lot, and I never liked school. Never up to this day, I still don't like school. <laughs> but um, for the younger for the younger kids, if you, I would say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I would say, um, if you're playing ball, at least have at least take. I would say take school serious. Take school serious and um, always have a always have a um, a plan B, just in case you get injured or anything. Um, but if you see that you're, if you see that you're going on the right track with football, I would say like, um, just lock in on football and just, um, really focus on, on your craft. So if it's like, cause at times, it, at times it can be hard to balance, you know, if you have exams or whatever and you have to, um, stay up late at night, you know, it might interfere with your sleeping or whatever, but just try your best to, to find a balance between it and. You can't you can't waste any time at all because time is always ticking and there's always somebody else that's trying to take your spot and somebody out there trying to work harder than you and take your spot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Competitive environment. Um, Justin, you're you you you're one of the few that make it. I mean, a lot of kids play at at the youth level, but you're part of that select group that have made it. True, true. So we want to find out if you really know a ballers. Cristiano or Messi, which one? Which one is your favorite? If you really know ballers. I think Messi is the best player to ever play football. Well, Yo, let's not go and go with the best player to ever play. You're a way to Justin. We're going to keep your seat warm. And we are want you to come back. Okay, movie, just to that answer there. <laughs> no, you're part, no, you're part, you're part of the ball chart family from now on. You hear what I'm saying, Junior? <laughs> Messi is not a human. <laughs> Thank you very much. The things that Messi do, Ronaldo, Ronaldo is no. You can't. Don't get me wrong. Ronaldo is is a crazy footballer, wicked. But Messi is Messi do some things that you can't. You know, you, you wonder if he's a human being. Junior, Junior, are you listening? Because Junior is a Cristiano Ronaldo fanboy. Well, you know, but if we ever come with. Um, Argentina, oh, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 Hold on. people, everybody that's watching right now, we lost the hour last night, all right. So, everybody on the show is with an hour less sleep right now in Minnesota. It's 46 degrees, it feels like 39. One of the <laughs> signs of and, 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 and last like an hour sleep is hallucination. And just <laughs> respect, but you said the man isn't human. And we all know Messi is you, man. So what, 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 why, why just stick to football, yeah, man? But leave, leave <laughs> it to us. Man, I foolish is you talking, man. Justin, what was that, Justin? If you know football, go on, go on, go on, Justin. Yeah, if you know football, you know that Messi is the best player ever. <laughs> Talk to him. Look here, June and Noah, but him just uh, I just saw him say him like to him like to be on the fringe, him have better edge. But I'm also know how how was your experience when you played um with Jamaica? 
I mean, was there was there any time that you thought that you would have represented the U.S. over Jamaica? What what was there? Why did you choose to represent Jamaica? Well, at the time, I was never thinking of representing the U.S. No, Jamaica was always Jamaica is have a special place in my heart. That's that's home for me. You know, like I don't know, like when I first got called up to Jamaica, I was through the roof. I was I never been so excited. And just rep- just walking out with the colors on, you just feel like you feel very proud of yourself, you know. And it's a big honor, and it will always be a big honor. So that um, time when I was playing with Jamaica, I just felt like I was at the top of the world at the time. Just in Jamaica, it just feel good, and just the or the group that we had with the team was a really special group. You know, we had a lot of talent on that team, and the vibe, the vibe in the um, camp was always good, you know. So. I'll always cherish. I'll always cherish those uh, moments playing for Jamaica. What wasn't it like a culture shock to you? Like you're used to, you, you play for Philly Academy, right? So, it it you're used to luxury, basically, because you know the Americans. Oh, when no. it comes to Canada. no, when I was playing for Jamaica, remember I lived in Jamaica until I was 15. You know. Oh, then anyway, I used to the good good things up here. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I was I was in Jamaica playing. I was, but I was at Wilmers first, and then I left Wilmers after the first year because I was giving trouble. My mother never wanted me to stay at Wilmers, so, <laughs> so, I, went to Hillel. so I, was, I was at Hillel and Hillel side box, so nothing never really that going over there. And then, so when you play U seventeen, you were living in Jamaica. Yeah, U seventeen, I was living in Jamaica, and then I got cut before qualifiers, and then. Mm-hmm. Went right to you. I went to I went to Philly right after I got cut the week after. And then, Hold on there. Don't make a cut here and then you get to go to Philly Academy. Uh, yeah, let me tell you. Uh, let, me, let me tell you the story. Let me, so, give me the story. Yeah, let me tell you first. Um, so I got cut a week before I had trials to go to Philly. And then I went to Philly now. And then that season I had with Philly, the first season I, I had there, I was like top three goal scorers in, in America at the time in that age group. And then I got called into the U.S. national team camp. And then so I was playing with the U.S. national team for like until about U20. But yeah, that's that's how so it went yeah, for hold me. On. Oh yeah, hold on. So Jamaica, oh, yeah. so Jamaica <laughs> I caught you and you are playing with U.S. Who who around Jamaica uh, football? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. Who, who was, who was the winner? Uh, who played for Oh, who was the scorer that the top forward in a in a twenty fifteen Jamaica U seventeen for cut Justin? Yeah, who um, was? Well, yeah, well, I'm going to start What you say? Well, well, Justin, this is where like come on, say you are part of the. But I'm trying to find my belt because <laughs> we will beat people up on this show and we will beat them. For, don't say another word, Justin. We will take it <laughs> from there. Don't say another word. The views of the boy here later on are bad chat. Is not the views of Justin McMaster. It's from us. All right. So what those yeah, that are <laughs> no, words. That is foolishness. It's absolutely foolishness. Oh so, my word. My word. I, I, I have to go look and see who, who was the um the forward for the Jamaica U seventeen. But but it, it does. It does because what if the the forward is better than Justin? We can't beat them. But if it's not, if it's somebody who was Ray Ray. Then we definitely, but you know what, Justin? Those things build yeah. character, right? 
Big up Deco Lord, big up Deco Lord right now watching our flow sports. Man said, big up the baller. And him said, when I go on like on the door, no, it's a friend thing. Justin, no, say nothing. We will. <laughs> the ball chat family got you. Brandon and Lee say Nelson and Marshall. Yeah, but Marshall was a winner at the time I was playing. Uh, now I was playing striker. Yep. Yep. Nicholas probably the taller than you. <laughs> and. Stronger than you, or rougher than you. Come on, what? easy. What? Listen, listen, because because I'm my guy too. So let us just say, but but Justin, so let me ask you. So at a, at that young age when you were caught, and I know disappointments come all over, and you go I faced it because sometimes some disappointments come your way and it make you stronger. Just tell us how you felt at the time when you know you play for you were in the U15 setup. And you were one of the, the, the better players, right, in the U17 cycle. And to be to be cut from the U17 cycle, how, I mean, how did you feel at the time? And did that kind of help you or motivate you to give 100% when you went to Philly? Yeah, uh, it, it felt like a heartbreak at the time because I was with the team from U15. And then it's like U17, we're preparing, from U15, we're preparing for the U17 World Cup. So it's right before the qualifiers they cut me. So it feel like a heartbreak. I remember that day. Up to now, I remember every detail about that day. And ever since that day, I use it as a drive. I use it as motivation for me. So, you know, that's why after that, that's why when I went up to Philly, I did. I think that's why I did so well because I had that pain and I, and I used it, you know, towards, towards uh, like the efforts I put in at, at Philly and I just use it as a drive to move forward. So, yeah. Talking uh, yes, with, uh, I, I understand. Yeah, go ahead, come on. I understand. So when you're when you talking to young people, right, Justin, when you're talking to a group of young people, please do not forget that story. We need to tell them because some players, once they get, like, cut and the disappointment comes, it kind of takes the, the wind from out of them still. So sometimes, like, if you go on your little, when Minnesota send you out to talk to people, this is a really good story for you to tell an upcoming um, footballer. So sometimes when one door closes, another one opens. And look how Jamaica going to call you now, man. Look how they're going to really, really call you. <laughs> no, JFF <laughs> pre with more time still in a boat. Oh, damn. Justin, you have bigger fish, bigger fish to fry. We're talking to Justin McMaster, Minnesota selected first round draft pick of Minnesota um, United and MLS. Justin, family, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, if you have any more questions for Justin, send them on. Reginald, wish you all the success. I mean, we don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to buy my Minnesota jersey because you don't know I'm a booty. So you don't know I am. I wish you all the success, family. Knowing that you're going to do exceptionally well, no matter the weather, you know? Real. The only way, you, I, I, I'm going to buy my McMaster jersey and I'm going to be... The only local person in DC wearing it when you come to play against DC United. All right, I'll look up. So look for me, look for me in the stands. You're going to call you. I'm going to call you Jay. Everybody got to say Justin. So when you hear me speak, one day they ask me Jay from Minnesota is you. So all you, all you, all you know is that it might not have another woman in the stands that call Jay too. <laughs> Jules, um, um, my apologies, Justin. We have to work it out when you're when you're um when you're coming to DC. We have to figure it out. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, but just we're proud of your work, family, and again, I want to wish you all the success. We're looking forward to the preseason games coming up. We're looking forward to you converting the goals. And as uh, as Uncle Maki said, Regin, when tell you score the what? Score the goals, right? All right, and thanks for. <laughs>
Justin, good luck. Good luck, and I wish you nothing but success, and we will follow your career. I mean, you'll never find a set of loyal, you know, people like the Jamaicans. Once we hear that we have a Jamaican somewhere, you belong to all of us. So don't be embarrassed when someone comes with a big Jamaican flag when you're playing. It's just a part of it. You have to suck it up. Your mommy will tell you. You have to suck it up. <laughs> bless up, bless up, family. See you later. All right, take care, Justin. All right, that was Justin McMaster, Minnesota own Minnesota draftee as he gets ready for Minnesota United and the MLS. All right, let's get to Ballers and Bugs highlighting some of the impressive players of the week and unimpressive players of the week. Come on, who do you have as a ball of the week watching football? Old man Cristiano Ronaldo with a hat trick. He is my baller of the week. And I am know, a... they're, they're, they're out of the Champions League. What? The man scored... How, how old is, is Ronaldo? It could be 90. They're still out of the Champions League. And him score a hat-trick. <laughs> you know, he can only play in front time. So, he's my baller um, of the week. Well, look, look at it. Messi out of the authority. Uh, so, what do I say? Don't throw the dirt on the ball, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronaldo, Ronaldo is my, my baller of the week. All right, we're Cristiano Ronaldo for scoring a hat-trick. Junior, who do you have as your baller of the week, family? Two ballers of the week, you know. First, in a losing effort just a while ago, Declan Rice. I never know said so this Rice could have swelled like that, but Declan Rice is a baller. I'm not going to lie to you. Declan Rice is a true defensive midfielder, and that brother is a baller. Well, they just lost to Manchester United 1-0, not because of Declan Rice. So, we definitely highlight Declan Rice. But also... I have to give Mr. Kepler, Lavaran, Delima, Ferreira, a.k.a. Pepe. What a old man can play a ball, man. <laughs> the man, hey, uh, what they did to Juventus, I, I can say it is, it, I, I don't want to say I'm not shot, but I don't think they're beating Juventus at all, Pepe. And Pepe is the heart and soul for that Portuguese side. And, yo, the man could be 500 years old. The man knows how to play defense. And he's a leader. He's a true leader. So, definitely have to give it to Pepe as well. Pepe and um, Declan Rice getting Junior's ball of the week. My ball of the week is the one and only Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema, big Benz himself, as he's the only thing that is good at Real Madrid. You know what, Eden Hazard, <laughs> give him some of your money because I don't know what's going on with you. But Karim Benzema scored two goals as Real Madrid defeated El Elche, relegation trend Elche. I know it doesn't make a bunch of sense because it's relegation trend Elche. But if Karim Benzema doesn't score, Real Madrid probably will be looking at relegation now. Um, Benzema scored 19 goals so far with five assists. And he's the fifth-ranked all-time goal scorer for Real Madrid. So when he went to Real Madrid, some questioned his, his role in that team. So big up Big Benz and Karim Benzema getting the ball of the week. As he's the only thing, repeat with me, come on, the only thing that is good at Real Madrid. Let's step away from... Not me mixed up, that not sense. <laughs> he's the only thing, the only person that is good are consistent at Real Madrid. Everyone else, it's waste time. Let's get to the bugs of the week or the unimpressive players of the week. Um, come on, who do you have as your bug of the week? Tottenham. They, I mean, when 
Ava was not in, in, in the starting lineup. They're like, okay, you know, and Bale was in the starting lineup. I thought that Tottenham would have come out all guns blazing. Man, them come out of fire blank. I forgot Harry Kane was on the pitch. I forgot Gareth Bale was on the pitch for large portions of the game. And when Son got that injury, I knew something was going to, you know, be wrong. Arsenal should have been up 5-0, to be honest. Then that nice goal by Lamela was like, okay, fine. But Arsenal still had um, the majority of the football. So there was no secret that Arsenal would eventually win. Even though they got a teeth in front but it's the next, next conversation. But Tottenham just they look terrible. And we'll get to the, the so-called teeth in penalty, the court come on. I want to, now, Junior, what do you have as your bug of the week? What teeth in penalty? The great motivator himself. The guy that came out a couple weeks ago and said, the best team lost. The <laughs> same man that said before the game, I look up, I don't look down. If Arsenal were seven points ahead of us, I would look to them. But because we have seven points more than them, I don't look down. What a man, fool, fool, man. Jose Marino, my biggest bug of the year right now because every time he opens his mouth in a way that seems to be propping up his team, his team fails. So something is wrong in that dynamic. Something is right with Jose. I don't know what's wrong with this crazy man, man. But I, if, I, if I was a betting man, I would have bet the house on Arsenal winning that game because that is like the easiest locker room material. So the greatest motivator himself, Jose Mourinho, my bug of the week. Jose Mourinho getting Junior's bug of the week. My bug of the week is Juventus. That entire team at Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo, Cuadrado, who else? Aaron Ramsey and the president of Juventus football, Agnelli. I mean, it's entire garbage. Let's list, listen, list what... Um, Juventus have done in the Champions League since they transferred Cristiano Ronaldo. They got eliminated in 2019 by Ajax at the, at the quarterfinal round. They got eliminated in 2020 by um, Lyon in the, in the round of 16. And in 2021, they got eliminated by Porto in the round of 16. A dissonant by Cristiano Ronaldo for? Not by. This is why in a transfer Cristiano Ronaldo, Juventus is a bug team and they're struggling to win the Serie A. So they are the bug of the week. How do you lose to Porto? A 90-year-old um, Pepe. So those are the bugs of the week. Let's get oh, ballers and bugs of the week. Because Ronaldo is 90 as well. I mean, like, it's too old man from the place of where I say. Yeah. Pepe has always been a good defender, always. I mean, I never liked him because he was always roughing up Messi. He was always fighting. And the look on Pepe, you know them bad pick me? Pepe have that look. Like them bad people will always get licking them head back from them grandmother. That's Pepe. So Pepe is a good defender. What are you saying? You have 90-year-old Pepe and 90-year-old Ronaldo. It balances out. And listen, the Juventus re- lost on an error from Western McKinney. Let's, let's, let's relax. Let, let, let's let's relax. go back. Let me repeat again. Cristiano Ronaldo was transferred by Agnelli, President Agnelli, to win the Big Ears Trophy, the Champions League. 2019, eliminated in the quarterfinal by Ajax. 
2020 eliminated in round of 16 by Leon and 2021 um, in a round of 16 by Porter. Bugside, come on. Yeah, it's Ronaldo bashing thing a little bit. It's not just about Ronaldo. It's about this idiot. What is Aaron Ramsey's purpose on this team? To bring down, to bring down the average age. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, All right, there you have it. We got, we got Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee said Ian Nacho is his ball of the week. Ian Nacho scored his maiden hat-trick for Leicester. So big up Ian Brandon Lee. And then Brandon Lee also saying Lamella is his bug of the week. Richard Green is saying YWNWA. We all know what that means. You will never walk alone. The Liverpool fans are rolling out. Reggie Lafond is saying, big up ball chat. Ball of the week is 42-year-old striker Kevin Ellison of Newport from English League 2 who scored the final goal against Morecambe, his former team, where he was locked out from play for years and got the literal laugh, last, last <laughs> laugh as he mocked his former manager after the goal. And Danny Patala... <laughs> Saying, what's up, friends? Much love from the small world soccer family. He's loving the banter today. Daddy, I think I owe you some fried planting, children. Yeah, yeah, you definitely send the care package over, Junior. All right, let's get to the London Derby and and Arsenal. Arsenal. Come on, why are you trying to belittle the penalty call? We just never want, we just never, but they want it tied. Some of them want it though. Okay, you know, so what it is a penalty? You know, yes, you know, Chelsea are my, are my club, but, but Josie are my coach. Yeah, but I mean, after all that being said, that Josie is your coach, Josie Mourinho made all the talk. Junior recounted all that in, in his bug of the week. But, but hold a second, but, but hold a second. Are, is no, he we, still your coach? But look, but, 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 but hold a second. But was he wrong though? He was not wrong. Arsenal they're below him, even though Arsenal yes, wins, them still they them still they below them Arsenal still in a tent. So all the excitement where all Ronaldo are going with on Facebook, them still in a tent. But here what happened? We like the rivalry. We don't know only like boring football, you know. We like the, the rivalry, we like the excitement. And guess what? This is Joseph from Wapikil Philip. He has not changed. So why are we always astounded when he says these things? It's just for entertainment purposes yes he got his butt whooped but it is what it is what? it was good it, it was it, it was it was he was talking up the event nothing yes. wrong with that well nothing wrong with that it's fair to talk up the event but when a man get them butt whoop don't come to the sideline and talk about how michael oliver may have been exhausted from his european <laughs> duties this is why he gave the penalty to arsenal what kind of foolishness is that Hey, him, him does have about 40,000 pounds in that pocket when he wants to give it because they're not going to find him. Um, so, him does, I don't know, Josie, it's just Josie. It's like you love him or you hate him. Yeah. Now, as it pertains to Garrett Bale, you said you forgot he was on the pitch. I thought that Garrett Bale seems to be turning the corner at, at Spurs. I mean, he was doing well in the recent games. Today, he was missing. I mean, it looked like he had a golf event or something to attend your thoughts on and and joseph should probably return him back to the bench no why well, talk about kane too kane was missing well, and it's he missed them star ball come on it's kane yeah, side but, but no listen bale in in the in the game in the four games before this garrett bale 
<coughs> boiled good, right? Today, I don't know what happened. Maybe them tired. Maybe me don't know what happened to them today. But I think that Garrett Bale is supposed to be in the squad. And even though this one game when he was supposed to turn up and he didn't turn up, then, I mean, but he was not the worst player on the pitch. He definitely wasn't the worst player on the pitch. I think Garrett Bale should be in the squad going forward, starting, not on the bench, foolishness. Yes, I mean, Junior, your thoughts on this? You're awfully quiet over there. I mean, come on, is defending her Spurs, the team that she said cannot put on, put on pot on fire, arch defending Jose, whichever one. Your thoughts, Junior? I find it funny that Cabo didn't give it Jose the pass. Tottenham, why? Who scored first? Tottenham. We never ever hear a Jose Mourinho team giving up a one goal lead and worse losing. And worse to Arsenal that can't seem to score with Obama Yang get, getting kicked out of the game because of unknown whatever team rules reasons. It, it's just it just smelled like the the the, bull, the the bulletin board material worked. It just feel that way. It just felt like it just felt like Jose should have shut the hell up, go out there, play, make your team play like they are seven points ahead of Arsenal instead of pulling Arsenal up. I don't think Tottenham was pulled. I think Arsenal's energy was pulled up. I think Arteta just said, look, the man them don't rate you. Simple. They don't rate you. I think it's an energy thing. And I was watching the game, right? And sun injury made a difference, yes. But I said this before. I, I'm going to stand by this comment. Anytime Arteta puts a plan together for a team, it works. It's when the team makes the adjustment, Arteta is having problems adjusting to the adjustment. Jose does not make adjustments. So if, if Arteta is, is, has a plan that is working against Jose at the, at the opening whistle, they have a chance of winning. It is just that simple. They, and, and that having Son made a huge difference. Not having some speed going on the wing made a huge difference, right? Party you know, and company could look more comfortable. It is what it is. But I think Arsenal got a little bit more juice in them tank just because of what was said. I yeah. really do think so. Yeah. And, and could yeah, but, the same, yeah, but the same thing could be said for Tottenham too. Like, you know, my boss out there talk up the game, Arsenal below it, let us keep momentum going. I mean, it could be said for, for, for the same thing. Tottenham just did not show up today. Yeah, from, well, come on. From the, from the could, whistle. No, from... We could say the same but it, thing. It, but, for... but, but it's true. From, from the whistle, from, from the kickoff, Tottenham under pressure. Yes. I thought Arsenal should have been 5-0. That's just what I'm saying. Before Lamela scored the goal. But, yeah. But, but um, I, I want to get your thoughts quickly on Martin Odegaard. I mean, he's on loan from Real Madrid. Is he making a difference in the start in this Arsenal outfit? And the decision of of Amani and of of Arteta to rest uh, to bench the the star star baller. He scored two goals since him come. I mean, like him, him playing better than Lacazette because Lacazette. I'm like. Why are you done with the ball, Lacazette? I mean, like, why, why, why are you jump over the ball? You know, put the foot through the... Anyway, also yeah. on my side, I'm not cussing. But he has been playing. He has been helping the team. The movements on and off the ball was very good for a young man. I think Arsenal should just go ahead and, and make the loan permanent. Bring him in because he is actually 
um doing something more than what William William do. You know, that more doesn't than, take much, he, come uh, on. Yes, more than what William do, more than what Lacazette is doing. Um, so I think he's a he would be a good addition to Arsenal. He would just, you know, bring in um what Arsenal needs. And then with Abba, yes, I don't think it's the first time because the coach don't normally bench you if you're late for a meeting one time. Um, I saw, I think I saw somewhere on Twitter where he was posing on his car and somebody said, I just saw the captain um, driving by in his Lamborghini or something like that. So maybe Arteta started to say, oh, you know, what's up, post on your car when you couldn't come to, to, to meeting early. You know, meeting is at 10. Normally, if footballers must tell you, the meeting is 10, you're not supposed to get there at 10. You're supposed to get there at least 30 minutes before. The man late, Arteta wants to put on him, put him, wants to be the coach. He needs to set an example for the other players. And of course, but it worked out for Arteta this time. Because if he had lost the game, would people be so forgiving or saying, yes, this is a very good decision that you've made on your part? Okay, okay. All right, let's, let's quickly look at the EPL table. This is without the Manchester United victory. Manchester United defeated uh, West Ham. Um, so Manchester United have closed the gap on um, Leicester City. So they moved up to um, 58 points. Uh, well, now they've jumped over Leicester City into second um, after Leicester City and Elianacho secured the victory against Sheffield United earlier on. Um, Arsenal, Tottenham, middle of the table team, both sides. Um, quickly, what is going on with Everton Football Club? Because they're really struggling to win football games. Nothing is going on with Everton Football Club. Everton is just Everton. Why, why do we think Everton should be better? Because, just because they had one run early, they, get, they got found out. I mean, it is what it is. When, when football, big up to Ty Gilk, Ty always said this, you know, the one thing about the big coaches that when, when Premier League get boring, that is when the team separate themselves. Right after the Christmas break, I'm going, I'm going into early spring. And that's what we're seeing right now with Everton. Yeah, they, yeah. they got found out. No, they had they, were, they had the injuries. Um, I think Cavalloon was out for, for a period of time, trying to work him back in. But even if he was injured, after their first eleven, well, remember we had question marks about Everton defense at the start of the season. Yeah, Those yeah. question marks weren't fixed. Yeah, and yeah. now the players are are how many how many months in going through the winter the winter season. Is tiredness, and they, they they just need a deeper side. That's all. Yeah, I, I did not expect them to lose to uh, Burnley. Um, yesterday they lost to Burnley as as they were trying to secure that Europa League spot. They're staying in that Europa League spot. Um, come on, your team Chelsea gets ready for Atletico Madrid. We'll preview that in a little bit. Your thoughts on the drug with Leeds? I fell asleep. I wake up back and I go back to sleep and I see him foolish. What a game boring and fool fool. I just don't understand. We're supposed to beat Leeds. Leeds is in a slump. We're supposed to beat these teams. But as I said, um, 10 games unbeaten. So I'm not going to complain. We dropped two points. We could have lost. Um, worst case scenario. So I mean, I beat my team too, too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of news in the EPL, Sheffield United part ways with. Coach, our former manager, 
Chris Wilder. Did you guys support Chris Wilder being a ball boy, a captain? He's led this team up. Your thoughts on this decision? Should they have waited to the end of the season? Because we know Sheffield United is already relegated. They got five today from Leicester City. Should they, should they have waited to the end of the season? No. Okay. No. And, and Sheffield <laughs> went the route of Bournemouth. They remind me so much of Bournemouth. They're there from last season. They're there. How Bournemouth just disintegrated in front of in front of our eyes, right? Anyhow, it's almost like his voice got stale. Remember when Sheffield a beat up Manchester United? Everybody a laugh after the last year, and it's because their midfield they played a three-five-two system. They had a mid, they had a set of midfielders that were bustling, hustling. They nobody wanted to play against Sheffield, right? And fast forward a couple months into a new year, it's like almost everybody feel like they're a baller now. And mm -hmm. the, what happened? You're going down in the cellar. So is it fear? Probably not. But what is it a needed firing? Of course. Of course. Because you need a new voice. And, and right now, you need to start saying, who's our next coach? Because we're going into the championship where you know is a crapshoot. So you don't want to, you don't want to start your off season two steps behind the other championship teams. Cause you might go there and fight relegation down there too. Cause you know the team will be pillaged. Yeah. So if you go and make that change, you make it now, get your new coaching, get the coaching staff in, start figuring out what the team is going to look like. Change because it's hard to change a premiership team to a championship team. It's very difficult. Yeah. Because now you know you're going to lose your best players. But when you drop the quality, you don't want to drop the quality to a League Two quality side. So bring in a coach and get 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 going. So this seems so to be. So Sheffield have EPL quality baller. Last season they did. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and and according to Simon Stone of the BBC, that's one of the the dispute or the the the, the reason for the parting of ways. Um, uh, Chris Wilder felt that he needed more talent, more investment in the club. Prince Abdullah, one of the owners of the club who was in charge of the transfer and making decisions, said that he felt like the transfer of Rian Brewster um, and uh, Matt Byrne was enough and Chris Wilder didn't do enough with those two players. I mean, is that enough talent to stay in the EPL side? I mean, come on. Identity change. That's the problem. They change your identity. All right, let's continue some major, um, touching some major news in the, in the middle of the week. Uh, a news that occurred, Harry Maguire missed a sitter in the Europa League. And, and of course, we'll get rid of the preview and prediction segment in a second as AC Milan will play um, uh, Manchester United coming up. Junior, how did your captain miss this? In other news, today Harry Maguire had his best game ever in a Manchester United shirt today against West Ham. That's his greatest game I've ever seen Harry Maguire play in his life. Come on, how, how, your assessment of this time. They'll play AC Milan on Friday in the Europa League. Uh, does AC Milan defeat this Manchester United outfit? Well, I'm gonna know, you know, it, 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 it's sticky. It really sick. You don't know which Manchester United they're going to get. You, you really don't know. Um, and AC Milan, they're just so inconsistent. But I'm going to give AC Milan the edge. You're going to give AC Milan the edge. Um, 
All right, let's get to our preview and prediction segment coming up this week as we get ready to set up Champions League games before we go to Yardballers and hit some other news. As the Manchester United fan is reluctant to speak on the miss by Harry Maguire. Um, <laughs> Champions League game, the big game coming up this week. Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid. Chelsea's already 1-0 ahead in the tie. Um, Atalanta versus Real Madrid. Atalanta is trailing Real Madrid in that tie. Um, does can Atletico Madrid turn this thing around? And your prediction? Atletico Madrid coming off a draw against Hetafe. I mean, one week they win, next week they draw. I don't know what Atletico Madrid will show up this um, this week. Versus Chelsea. Yeah. Am I saying you Listen, if it, you don't know what we're going to get to with Chelsea, if Chelsea play Atletico Madrid like how them play Leeds, then Atletico Madrid is going to. If I to come, if if Chelsea play them hard, then we might have a chance. But I just think Atletico Madrid will pull it out. And Chelsea's leading one zero. Junior and come on, um, Mochin Gladbach plays City. I think it's a foregone conclusion. But I want to get your thoughts on Mochin Gladbach. They've lost all their games in the Bundesliga since it was announced that Marco Rose is going to be going to Dortmund. They're sitting tenth in the Bundesliga currently outside of Europa League spot. Should they go ahead and sack Marco Rose and bring in somebody now? Because <laughs> you, 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 you're all for fine coaches. No, because, I mean, clearly his mind is somewhere else. The team seems to have lost all, every, every, every sort of direction since this decision came down that he was going to leave at the end of the season. Yeah, but why? Regardless of why, our... Benton, why. Benton, yeah, no, Benton. We're putting, we're putting too much blame on where blame should not be. They are professional footballers who have contracts to play football in a league. This man who is not your father, is not your grandfather, is not your stepfather, is leaving to go to another team. It has nothing to do with you performing. He the same tactic, the same skill set. The same everything. So I don't buy because he's leaving to another team. Them get distracted. Do your job. They have lost all their games. Let's look at the data again. They lost all their games since this was announced. And we don't think nothing have to do with that? No. Of course it has everything to do with it. Come on, come on. <laughs> it has everything to do with it, but it's not a coach. I, I, they're on summer vacation already. They know their position is not threatened in the league. They know they're not getting relegated, right? If they get relegated, then we have a different conversation. But they're not getting relegated. They're not going to win the Champions League. They're not going to finish in a Champions League spot or a Europa spot. So we just have to hit the reset button. The man, them, the man them say, oh, early vacation, COVID still in the air. Then we just go and keep back and relax and enjoy some football. That's all they do it. I, but, that's, but, but, that's, but that's bad though and you, you as an owner um, who are paying these players their salaries, I mean that should not be acceptable, that's, that's really not, I mean I don't, I, that's not acceptable to me as a fan either because you are not giving 100% you are getting paid to give me 100% um, as a fan, that's, that's really not acceptable to me. No, but come on as, as, as the players might have the safety to say that about the ownership and, 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 the, and the direction of the team. It is unacceptable for you to tell we 
mid-season, my coach are going to leave next year, and you want me to go, to go run? I'm, I'm much yeah, but the, coach was a, but the coach was a fired. Listen, I can see, I can see where I am attached to a coach, and them must take up themselves and fire the coach for no reason, or something, whatever. I can see where players will be. And but if the coach gets a better job, what does what have to do with you and your job performance? Announce it at the end of the season. Announce it when we have nothing else to play for. This to me is is it it I understand it. I agree with you, but we have to we have to look at it from the other perspective. If I am a player and my coach I get up and and yo, he's even going in the same division. It's not like him going to coach in Italy, England. He's he's changing jobs in Germany. You don't have to announce this three, four months in advance. It's not like you might forget a visa. It's not like you might forget COVID testing or, or vaccine or none. There's no rules out there that say you have to make this decision this early. Even, even, even if the decision was made, make the players know behind the scene. So it look away, and I can understand where a player will say, yo, the season done. Winner on the coach. What all right, what what a coach. If, if me if me don't keep the ball like go, what coach I tell me say, yo, your position is threat for next year. By who? So the, the, well, guess what? the a lot some of those some of those players might not have a contract at the end of this season. Maybe they have an extent an option, an optional piece to it. The new coach come in, them in probably I watch the players. So if me see my striker out there where him now run back, him now go forward. Him not play good, him not give a hundred percent, and him have an option that I can pick up, me not pick it up. So the, the important thing that I want to get the team is really struggling. Do you sit mm-hmm. as an owner or club president and said, hopefully Marco Rose write the ship because they, they're gonna miss out on European football at this rate, and that European football is big money. For, um, for, for, for Mooch and Gladbach, do you just let it ride and hope that he fix it? Or do you go ahead and just say, you know what, let's just get somebody else in? The damage has already been done. Why are you going? So, you, so you're going to bring in another coach now, know, and that coach is going to come in knowing that I'm only going to be here for two months or, or a month. I, if, if, you remove, if you remove Barco right now, I, 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 you promote the assistant coach. What's the difference? Like there, if the damage is already done, you cannot fix this. This is something that you just have to bank on the coach being professional. You just have to bank on the players being professional and just say, yo, we just go through a bad patch and they will fix it. But if you if if the ownership or our management come in and try to force the hands, then you you might risk losing the players for good. Okay, Mochen Gladbach plays Manchester City in the in the Champions League. Of course, they're gonna be eliminated quickly. Your prediction on Real Madrid versus Atalanta? Does Real Madrid see out this game, uh, move on to the next round? I don't know which Real Madrid going to show up. I'm sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> the the goal from Mendy last week was yes, it was spectacular, but the game was a drop, right? And I don't know. I don't know which team will show up, but. If I am forced, yes, they they will they will see it through. They will see. Come on, you, your thoughts. Will Will Real Madrid defeat Atalanta in this matchup? Yes, they, they they will. They will. They will. All right, let's get to yard ballers highlighting Jamaican players' performance overseas. 
Um, come on, any update on this contract between the Reggae Boys and the JFF? Sportsmax, uh, Rudolph Speed in an article um, on Sportsmax saying that the, the, the parties are closer together in terms of negotiating or agreeing to some sort of deal? Yeah, I heard um, that the, the, the boys went back to the table with a $4,000 offer. <laughs> Is it a $4,000? Um, so it hasn't been finalized. Nothing has come out. So I think they're still waiting on that. But the good part is that um, Bob Z gave the go-ahead for a camp ahead of the friendly because, you know, Jamaica Afri, get them players because they make some money. So, um, so Bob Z allowed them to have a training camp and they're going to have a, a training camp um, with local footballers. Oh, so, well, what, what's with the heavy breathing when you say you, local footballers? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to integrate it. But you know my problem already with the, the local footballers. They have not been playing any competitive football. So I kind of worry for one. I saw a picture of one the other day and he was a little bit chunky. So I don't know how that guy worked out. But the good news is, Babsy gave the approval. Even though the COVID numbers are still high, there's nothing yet about um, the Premier League. Um, it is still up in the air. So, you know, that's another thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to give approval for Premier League. It's too late. It's late now. You know, we're not, we're, how much games we're going to play? 15? It just not going to work out. Um, so, also, the regular girls, they have a camp in, in Basque. And that's in Europe. So they're going to participate in a tournament that includes um, the Basque government, the Basque, I'm sorry, um, team, Uruguay and Nigeria. And the tournament will only last five days from April 7th to 11th. Um, and so um, the coach, Busby, is saying that the, the, the team will be in the European country from March 31st to April 12th. So... I mean, that's good. You know, you, 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 no, this is what I'm excited about. So the tournament starts April 7th, but he's going to be there from March 31st. You see, this is what we like for see. We don't like to when the girls then we one and two days before the tournament starts. So, so big up yourself, but let's applaud eh? the JFF then for doing that. Or maybe at the European country. Well, no, let's no. applaud the JFF. <laughs> So Shamar Nicholson scored at the desk to speak to for his team speak to for a one-one draw was a very good header. Alison Swaby and, and AS Roma beat Juventus 2-1 in the first leg of the Coppa Italia semi-final. She has played 50 games so far for Roma. So that's really an accomplishment for and we're happy to see um a reggae girl really excelling, you know, on on the big stage. Um, also, Kadeem Dakers has signed with Memphis 901 in USL. Nothing else going on. Juna Fleming scored in preseason. Um, preseason is going on. Nothing on the, on the front to report about our reggae boys. So hopefully, um, we can get some information once preseason gets, you know, in full gear. So two, two questions for you, uh, Kamon. Um, Trudy Carter, is she still with this Roma team? I don't think Trudy Carter is still with Roma. Okay. I mean, once she got injured the last time, I've not seen anything about her. So look, okay. but I don't, I, I, I don't think Trudy is with them. Yeah, I know she recovered from her injury, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, big up to Alison. 
And then as, as it relates to the Jamaican Premier League, Chris Williams said that it was March 23rd or something of the sort is D-Day or Decision Day. Is that still the, the day that the decision is supposed to be made? Who, who is he going? Who? Okay. Yeah, who, who is, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, is that... Yeah, now he's saying that... No, he's saying that this is... Eh? He has a meeting with COVID. <laughs> he is saying um that's the that's that's a deadline that's his personal deadline right so he is hoping that um Bubsy and 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 Tufton and the crew talk to him ad, ad, and address him you know um by that day but as we say if you look at it we have all the competitions coming up in the summer we are actually at the end of March remember players have not been training have not been playing so even if you get the start date for when april may and then how many games would you play you would have to cram maybe two games per week every week maybe all three games monday wednesday and saturday or monday wednesday sunday um to really get some some quality games in for the premier league i just don't see it happening and you know what i was thinking i'm hoping that they have all these sponsors all the money that they would have pumped into um, the Premier League this season. What they should really do is give the club some money, make them pay the players even a portion of their salaries. Hey, come on, I'm Ben Dad. Yeah. So for the last couple of weeks, I have been coming up with some great ideas. I think we need to have a segment or part in the show with a light bulb right here. So from all of my great idea somewhere up here you know, because I have a beautiful idea right now. But okay. before I give you the idea real quick, big up to David Nichols. So, uh, Dan Foster, Dan Foster saying Atalanta was robbed. Atalanta is a serious team. David Nichols is saying local ball of them not ready. Match fitness is not the same as regular fitness. JFF is incompetent and corrupt. I'm tired of this current federation. And also Prime Minister saying Jose is yesterday's man. A spent force. Ratnam get what they deserve. But, Ratnam. Yeah, Ratnam going stick. But listen, my great idea right now. The MLS has given the Jamaica Premier League the perfect blueprint to launch the real Jamaican Premier League next year. Come on, you just highlighted there's not enough time, right? Which is true. There's not enough time. Give the teams a serious preseason leading up to the Premier League by, have, by having a tournament for all the Premier League teams. They play a tournament style. If that not zone, I, if you can probably do zones and a four-team zone, top team qualify, go in a semifinals or however, right? Have that in a central location. Limited funds if you want. But the key is set up a streaming bed right there in that stadium. Don't care, go any, any, any other stadium. You can isolate, you can create, create a bubble if you want. Isolate the teams them in one central location. And they play games in that central location. Stream it to the whole world. Jamaican Premier League starting in the next three months, four months, whatever it is. But here is our Jamaican um, kickoff league, our kickoff tournament. Jamaica, JPL kickoff tournament. All the sponsors will be on board. 
it's all in one location. We can cover the health risks. You can feed them. You can, you can give the youth them some money. They all train together. They, all, they, they get ready in this tournament. And when the Jamaican Premier League starts, the players will be in their top shape or as close to as top sh as, 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 a, a form and shape as it could be. It is the easiest win in the world. And you can make money right now. If the, it, it, to me, it's just, it's just a slam dunk. Have a tournament with all the teams come together. Give them three weeks to get ready. And that tournament can go over to the World Cup. The World Cup have 36 teams. Or 32 teams in the World Cup. And the tournament lasts for four weeks. Four weeks. So you can give all of these teams two weeks to prepare. I have a three-week tournament leading into the Jamaican Premier League. You cannot lose. So this is something akin to the MLS's back tournament that they had here right. last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on, do you agree with that? Yes, I mean, yeah. Because then the players will have to play and the players will have to get paid. And who to tell? From that, you can have scouting opportunities. So, I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. Listen, for me, I am not worried. I am not worried about the, the organization. I am more worried about the players. They're not get, I keep talking about it. They're not getting paid. They're not getting a care package. They're just not getting paid. So if if Bobsy don't open back the football in, in a, the sport in a, in a jump, then what's going to happen? So you're right, Junior. That's a very good idea. And I hope they do something like that. It's just, it's just crazy for me. It's just crazy. You know, they just have to figure out something out to help the, the players. And Mr. Prime Minister, regardless of people, political affiliation, if you, if you were to pull the strings and allow these games to play at prime time, people will stay inside and watch the games. I'm just saying. Well, just have security there, Mark side. <laughs> no, but the streaming. Yeah, I mean, free. Um, I, regarding, as it relates to football family, we're discussing the oddballers, Jamaican football news. Regarding this friendly with the U.S., any tentative date for a squad for this friendly? The match is the 25th. Anyone? They, I mean, they've been sending out invitations to players, so players will know. So the JFF just probably looking at the local players before they actually name a squad. But they have sent out invitations to players overseas. Okay, okay. And, and as it relates to these local players, they're supposed to run right now because uh, aren't there teams that, I remember Waterhouse or a few other teams said they have virtual training going on where players are being are Benton, running. stop it! Benton, <laughs> Benton stop it! As if, if an athlete will tell you that training fit is completely different from playing fit. Hey, listen. Virtual virtual training is complete. I don't I don't think we have the players who are really coming. How many times we now Zoom meeting and some attack and we're together something completely different. I don't think I don't think that works out. And and I think if teams you know, I think I think Montego Bay was doing it. They were doing it where the players came for training, they wore their masks, they were distanced. I mean, I think some teams well, Bobsy said no training, so I'm not going to say because I don't want Bobsy to call me. But um, it, 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 the players are not fit. Mr. 
them, I saw somebody and he was chunky. And when he was playing last year, he was a toothpick. So being inside, really close to him, fridge and close to him, so um, he's going to be in a spot when it's time for him to go back to play. Yeah, we have to see what happened with the with with this um, March twenty third D Day, and of course we'll cover the Reggae Boys World Cup qualifier um, coming on the pipe. Before we step away from Reggae Boy, um, step away for the event quickly. What's going on with TNT and this issue around players not showing up? Um, Coach Terry Fenwick said that players are opting to go to work rather than showing up for practice. Is that did I hear that right? What yeah. What what yeah, is going it, on with TNT it, it, and this fiasco around this team? They get ready for yeah, but, World Cup qualifiers on March twenty fifth, right? Yeah, but but I understand that, and I talked. I have talked to players in Jamaica where it is a balance, a continuous balance. You don't make enough money. Yes, football is, is their dream, um, but you're not making enough money playing football, so you have to supplement it. So it's the same thing with when I was reading the article, Trinidad players, they have to go to work because if, if they if they're getting money from Trinidad, it is not enough to run his household. So what if we do? They want the opportunity to go work up, you know, but at the same time they have to pay their bills. So where expect them to do? This is um, I just think that they they need to adjust it. So they give the players who are good footballers who want to to, to help Trinidad go to the World Cup. You have to make adjustments if they. This is what they need to do to feed their family. Yeah, Trinidad gets ready to play um, Puerto Rico, Ghana in the first round of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. But I thought the Normalization Committee, which is in charge of football in Trinidad, got funds to take care of those expenses and pay those players so they can prepare um, appropriately for the World Cup qualifiers coming down in a few weeks. Nothing to do with with, with any uh, anything like that. Yeah. You, you just collect seven love from a team that you are going to have to play if you want to make it in the World Cup. The game before that, you collect six. 13 love in the last two games. And you want me for good training? You're mad like shot. But good. <laughs> Not a work. Oh, my goodness. So let's. Yeah, but, but, but this is Puerto Rico and this is Ghana. I mean, this is an opportunity for you to go out there and represent your country, get the bonus. From playing them little dibby dibby, never said dibby dibby team. Everybody are coming with them, them ex them players from overseas, but they get this opportunity to to play big man football because this is what it is. World Cup qualification is big man football. I don't see somebody intentionally turning down that opportunity. It's not the US um, in these qualification games. I don't see a player who's going to say, "I don't want to be embarrassed again, so I'm not going to play." I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, and but, I mean, I'm, I'm, let, let, let me leave you guys with these two. With, well, yeah. let me read through these comments real quick. That out of flow sport, Don Frasso said, M Fox MLS was well organized, the MLS is back, was a great competition. So, David Nicholson, let me tell you something. I read our comments, you know, I'm going to read it out loud. Well, <laughs> well, listen to this the locals brought COVID to the national camp against Saudi. We have better players in Europe, ETC, currently consistently playing, such as Martin Davis. But instead, Tapa loves to call on flop Ricardo Morris. I mean, just look at Waterhouse, our best local team. They lost 3-1, 2-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1
to some little side from Haiti. It's clear they aren't ready to be called to play the USA. I'm full of for the comment. I'm just going to remind everybody that right after that game against the United States, Balchat will be on live. And we, we call and tell everybody we are going to discuss that game. Jamaica only. Win, lose, uh, win, lose, and uh, draw. We're going to discuss the game fully. And we're going to dissect that game immediately after. The, the, um, the friendly on March 25th. So look out for it right here. So what have you said about that comment? Yeah, but I mean, I I didn't necessarily think they lost to a little Haiti team. I think they, they lost to that team. Uh, RHA, I mean, it, uh, Haiti is doing quite well in football. Uh, we Jamaican fans have to kind of, I think we need to reset our expectations when it comes to playing against Haiti and Haitian clubs because they are probably, some would say, even further along in this process than we are. And, and, and they went to that um, CONCACAF tournament and I think they lost to a team in, um, from Honduras. So I, they, Waterhouse wasn't playing football. The team from Haiti was playing football. Ariche is, is the name of the club. And they they didn't play bad. So, come on, what what's your thoughts on that? Well, you have to mix me. <laughs> first of all, the goalkeeper did fat. As the first, as the first thing, let us call a spade a spade. Can we talk about it the whole time? The only live wire, the only good enough player. Was the guy that came on? I don't remember his name. He came on as a sub and he scored the goal. We looked out of shape. I remember I said it before. Um, training fitness is completely different from game day fitness. You want some of them couldn't get two little DVD at the Premier League side and, and, and do some scrimmage and get it at the game, you know, the game fit mode. Um, I just thought that we were unfit and the Asian team kind of run with ragged. Not necessarily better than us because the touches were poor. Um, they were fast, you know. But our goalkeeper was on the chunky side and he couldn't move as well, you know, too. So there's so many of the things um, that I could say about that game. But the Asian team wasn't necessarily better than, than um, Waterhouse. Yeah, so, my, my only disappointment in, in that game was that the game was played in Jamaica because Waterhouse hosted the game because they had the higher higher seed in the tournament and they got eliminated by this team at home. So they lost the game 3-1. I mean, and, and Mr. Chambers, those are the views that come on, you know, goalkeeper who are the host, you know, you have got to talk to come on, you know. Um, so, but... Um, but it, hey, 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 I say it with love, sir. <laughs> so, so real quick, real quick, early, I know it's early, well, we have uh, a week and a half away from the game, but early... So we can get everybody in the mindset prepared. For you guys, come on, I bet that if Jamaica field a local team against this U.S. juggernaut that is growing, what are your expectations for the local team versus if they were to get the Mikel Antonios and all of these these UV forties? What 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 would be your accepted where you can come out feeling? good about that game. Let me go to mine first. If we get less than four 
from America with a local side, I am going to feel good. I mean, I, I, for a group of players that have not been playing much, I expect about six love. Um, <laughs> or maybe even local, seven. Lo local? Yes, local base players. Um, it's, it's something akin to what um, Trinidad would get against Jamaica. And, and if, if I'm wrong, yeah, come forward the 25th or 28th when we do ball chat again, I'll gladly apologize. But this game is not, for me, as big. Even if we get 20... I don't care about this game as much. It's the World Benton Cup. Stop. Benton, it's, stop it. It's Benton, the world, stop it. It's the, stop it. It's the World Cup qualifier game that I care about. So this is what a time to get the players back on the field, get them playing again. I don't care about the score. I care about the game against U.S. in the World Cup qualifier. Juno, what do you mean I don't care about the score? Come on, remember he lost the hour sleep this morning. You know, so. <laughs> There was some of that embarrassment. Stop it. No, but I, you, you but, guys but, expect... But, but, but Topper, it's not... But, they, but they're calling players. Because, you know, Damian, um, Romario, Alva, Fle you know, Flemings, those persons are getting called up to play um, this, this, this team. So, um, it's a mixture. It's really going to be, be, be a mixture. You remember, say, USL, they've, some, they've started training, started preseason. So they're not really rusty. So top of I have a mixture. And let me reiterate, I don't care about the score of this game. Well, uh, well uh, but, but come on. So what is your acceptable result? 4-1. All right. So David Nicholson said, um, none of the players from their league can make the national side. When you look at the players, their players as well, not that many are good. Um, my point is that we have better players playing abroad in Europe and that are ready to play for Jamaica currently. It's clear there is bias in the squad picking. It affects our FIFA ranking, the score. So come on, set 4-1. I am accepting a 4-0. Benton, so like him ready for take all 20, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care about. I don't care about. Yes, it does affect our FIFA ranking, I, and and that's, you know, ultimately that's a price we have to pay. But I, we have bigger fish to fry. A World Cup qualifiers, yeah. <laughs> So look out March yeah. 25th. This same platform will be on immediately after the Jamaica versus the United States game. Big up to Justin. Thank you for joining us, family. You know, we'll 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 connect and support Justin as he rides through with the Minnesota United football family. Thank you for joining us. If you want to connect with us, we're on Instagram at Ballchat One on podcast. We're on Twitter at Ballchat One. We're on Facebook at Ballchat. You can email us at ballchatpodcast at gmail.com. I am still waiting for Tapa and the JFF to name the squad that I play US. Who, who is going to play? That's why I want to hear. Then Fort the Sacrificial Lamb. Come on. You know, who is going to play the game? Come on. I just, I just call some name. I just call some name. Top, toppers people will always call. He will call them and he'll mix it with local players, the ones who have been. Just look who going to camp. Just look who in the camp and look who Topper always call. And then you see, you can plug it. And, and then you can see with my player. But as I said, USL preseason um, starting. So he'll have players who are not rusty that he can pick from. Yeah. See, there's so more to come then. All right, Junior, run through them. Any comments that we have on um, Flow Sports? 
before we go over where you are. I'm going to put on the spot. Oh, Richard, we are saying weekend, you know the full squad. By weekend, you know the, 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 uh, the full squad. Richard, we are also saying two love Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica went two love. Richard, make sure you forward back, you know. Make sure you forward back. Um, David Nichols said, I think we will beat the USA. That is what I think. Uh, stuff all right. Nobody of real. All right. So, Richard Weir, David Nicholson, make sure to forward March 25th. And if you guys are right, yo, forward. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am I wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. Later. Benton, Benton, you will be wrong with 20. I mean, you, nobody now. Bef before that, top apart the bus. I mean, like, just make one line at 10 in front of Andre. Nobody pass. You shall not pass. They shall not, <laughs> they shall not pass. All right, later, people. All right, look at more family.